welcome, welcome to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis, where every day I am to bring you the latest in UFO reports and other fascinating stories from around the globe. Today is Monday, February 12, 2018, and on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, catch me on my talk show, The Outlander, where I answer your emails, take your calls, and interview some intriguing guests. Just go to irnchat.com to chat, interact, and listen live to The Outlander Show. Blasting off with some UFO reports. Oh boy, we've got a lot of juicy ones here today. UFO sighting in Marietta, California. UFO blast from the past has occurred May 17, 2007. Object trailing C-17 at altitude. In more detail, I lived in Marietta, California for a year and oftentimes relaxed on a patio swing with my four-year-old niece who loved watching and learning about the sometimes steady stream of aircraft whose flight paths were directly over the backyard, which had no trees and no patio cover. The open sky view was excellent there. One of the only things I liked about being there. Having been from a family of pilots and mechanics and airplane fanatics, a favorite pastime was identifying whatever flew overhead. Well, that sounds like a fun pastime thing to do if you know that stuff. Oh, cool. Then they are naming some sort of Air Force base, but with initials, I do not know what they are. AFBI, <laughs> about 30 miles north of the house. And there were plenty of flights coming out of there, mostly cargo planes, CF, uh, what, C5s, C17s, etc. And this day was very clear that afforded an extraordinary view of the skies. The swing faced the east, that way the afternoon sun was at our backs and allowed those seated to lean our head back for a relaxed view straight over our heads. This day I'd gone out and took a seat there with Peyton and realized I left my camera on the kitchen table, <laughs> how unfortunate, which was just through the open French door about 10 feet away, but I decided I didn't want to get back up for that, of course. Just as I assumed my head positioned back, I spotted a C-17 straight overhead, leaving a contrail, which is typical. The C-17 is a darker shade of gray and has a very distinct outline, easy to ID when it's at cruising altitude. Oh, so it's the C-17s that are doing chemtrails. You guys catch that? You catch that? Mm, now we know. Must be cargo planes. Uh, it took a moment to make sense of what I was seeing, which was a long white tube-like object trailing it at the same altitude. A little longer than the C-17, it clearly had no wings or tail section and was not leaving a contrail like the jet. From my estimation, knowing the size of the C-17, the object trailed it by nearly a quarter of a mile and just to the right or starboard side of the jet. As they flew in a southerly direction, the object eventually crossed through the contrail to the port side of the jet. As though staying out of speed to the left of the jet and ascended quickly out of sight. I'd never heard of, of a cigar-shaped object, especially white in color, so I mentioned it only to a few people, but later learned that it's a relatively common shape and color. 
I was always open-minded enough to believe in the existence of other life in the universe, but, like so many others, am too busy with life to spend a lot of time seeking them. I felt it couldn't hurt to contribute this experience now, having had one other sighting very soon after that one, but at night. Sightings are very personal in that. It elevated me that day. It gave me reason to believe in all possibilities, and perhaps that's all it was about. But considering the state of our country, knowing there's an intelligence monitoring the ignorance that governs our governments, I sleep a little better each night. Ooh, can I get an amen to that one? Oh, behave yourself, Heidi, behave yourself. I'm bite my tongue. There's enough in politics going on to make you puke, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Black Triangle sighting in Ocean Township, New Jersey. This occurred February 1st, 2018. Black triangular object, bright light in front, colored lights on sides and bottom. Hmm. My mother and I were on our way home from the store when out of the corner of my left eye, I saw what I thought was an extremely bright star at first. I pointed it out to my mom, and as we drove about another 30 to 40 feet, we were able to see that it definitely was not a star. The object looked black in color. It was at night, but I got a very good look at it, despite it being dark out, and had a very big, very bright white light in the front. Most point was a red pulsating light on each of the outermost most points. We then stopped the car because we were shocked at what we were seeing. At this time, the triangular object appeared to be hovering in one spot, which was over a small marina. We then made a left onto the street next to Marina. From this angle, we were able to see the object more clearly. It looked way too low to be an airplane. The lights were also way too bright. Not to mention, it was clearly a full triangle shape. We then pulled over again, and I got out of the car to have a better look. At this time, the object started to fly in a straight line very fast. It was making a sort of rumbling noise, but... It was going so fast, way faster than an airplane, that the sound was actually behind the object. You'd see the object, but wouldn't hear it right away, like the sound was following behind it. It was almost right over our heads now, permitting us to see the bottom underneath it, which had more colored lights on it. It was almost like once it realized we were watching it, that's when it started flying away. Once it flew far enough, away that we weren't able to see it any longer we pulled away and proceeded back home both my mom and i felt a bit uneasy after the sighting you see that once again people felt like they knew they were watching you know think about it if you have a cool little anti-gravity machine where you could float up in the sky and just take in the scenery you could spot somebody mowing their lawn or something or driving a little bit different slow and down trying to get a look at you, right? Why wouldn't these guys be able to? Are they so enamored by their cell phones that they cannot pay attention to what's around them like humans? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> All right, the next UFO sighting happened in Pahrump, Nevada. You guys know the famous um, person that resides in that area, right? Mm-hmm. All right, this occurred January 31st, 2018. Okay, if you don't know, it's Art Bell. He started coast to coast AM. Mm -hmm. All right, UFO following unmarked jet. I wave at it and it turns and comes to me. Oh, see? These things know. They know we're watching. 
All right, this is in more detail. While taking my dog out, I noticed a low flying jet coming from an unusual direction from the south and flying low towards either Las Vegas or the Air Force Base. It appeared like a smaller glowing object was following behind the tail of the jet, wavering back and forth. I felt compelled to wave at it. Me just being silly at times and was excited at witnessing this event and was trying to get its attention. Next thing I see is the craft making a 90 degree angle turn and descending towards me. Well, they're friendly. <laughs> I thought it would continue on, but it stopped about 500 to 800 feet above me and just hovered, glowing brightly and silent. As I watched it above me, I began to feel some concerns after about a minute. And then it started to ascend almost straight up to a point that it looked like a bright star in the morning daylight. Oh, they were saying hello. Then grew dimmer and dimmer until it was no longer visible. What is precarious is that the jet that it was initially following was unmarked. Perhaps a 707 or 727. White Janus jet with an orange stripe. Perhaps flying out of Area 51. <laughs> That's funny, probably was. <laughs> this I am unsure of, as there is no way to tell where that jet was coming from or why it was being followed. I can say this in all honesty, that I was putting out very strong mental thoughts about wanting to see it closer. When, to my astonishment, it made a 90-degree angle turn away from the jet and then started to head right towards me. As I said, it hovered, hovered above me, glowing brightly. But I was able to see the surface of the craft through the glowing white light relatively easily. When it was hovering above me, it remained there for several minutes, but then I had thoughts starting to enter my head about becoming a laboratory specimen and began feeling uneasy. <laughs> Smart. A few seconds after this thought entered my head, it started ascending until it was no longer visible. They were like, oh, you won't come willingly. You're going to give us a fight. I guess we'll go. Oh, well, easy pickings are done. That's crazy. I don't know how to explain this, but I feel like I made a connection with an entity unknown to me. My only hopes at this point is for it to return or remember me. I don't know why, but it just feels that way. I, that's the way I feel. I've always looked up at the stars in hopes of seeing a UFO, but I think all I ever really got to see were satellites or nothing that was ever remotely close to this. It was one of, if not the most amazing experience I have ever encountered. I feel left because they did not want to frighten me. I feel they left, okay. I felt that there was a telepathic connection between it and myself, even if only for a few seconds. I feel that it was curious to see who it was that wanted to see them so badly. So it changed direction and headed directly towards me. I live in the desert on the edge of a small town. There was nothing around that I know of that would have captured its interest, Art Bell, uh, <laughs> except myself and my emotional thoughts. I know it makes no sense, but it happened just the same. Thank you for letting me share the story with you. My life is renewed because now I know for a fact that we are not alone. Huh? And they signed it, Ron. Wow, that's pretty cool. You know, people get a whole life changed from seeing something like that. But once again, a telepathic connection. 
And, uh, you know, we think we're, we're just observers, but they're observing and hearing us making a turn. And it's just so amazing. But I'm so glad that they did not take you. Or maybe they did and you just don't remember. That would be horrible. But um, anyways, moving on. UFO sighting in Fort Worth, Texas. This occurred February 1st, 2018. The orb-type object was very high in the sky, made absolutely no noise, and seemed to be pulsating. Not too sure what it is. Your thoughts would be appreciated. Oh, we'll give our thoughts. <laughs> All right, in more detail. I was in my backyard. I had set my phone up to record the sky as I like to watch the birds and etc. When I went back to the footage after playing with my two-year-old in my backyard, that was when I realized there was something else in the footage. I'm not too sure what it is at all. I have shown my 13-year-old daughter, whom also was as confused about it as I was, and also showed my partner, whom thought plane satellite or UFO, as it was very high, although my partner was zooming in, realized it was a rectangle shape, and there were obviously no wings present, at all. So the plane theory was out. It also appeared to pulsate. I really would like someone to have a look and try something. Try to figure out what it is, if anything, as I'm very curious to know. This isn't the first time something has been spotted over our town. On the night of the 15th of January, a bright orange ball of light was seen by several falling, traveling across the sky. No one got pictures, though, and on the morning of the 15th, myself and my family had a strange event happen to us whilst, you know, this is from across the pond, driving in our car early that morning. I would really like your thoughts or findings on what it is, if it is anything, I hope. I have sent it to the right people to be analyzed, as that's all I am looking for at the moment. Thank you. I say Fort Worth, Texas, but that sounded like somebody from across the pond. All right. This next one, UFO sighting is a blast from the past. Black Triangle sighting in Johnson City, Tennessee. Secured November 22nd, 2008. Abducted from home and returned same night. Sporadic, conflicting memories I have of the event. Was at parents' home, asleep in my bedroom, downstairs at basement level. Was awoken at 3.30 a.m and abducted. Yikes. Oh, was returned to my bed at 3:45 a.m. per my bedroom clock. Craft was triangular shaped, very dark and black. Only solid super bright white lights I saw. All the public info I would give at this this time. Thank you. Oh wow, you didn't want to give the details. That is really fascinating. The next UFO sighting this occurred in Henderson, Kentucky. August 6, 2017, recorded orange gold object in sky while driving, shaped like a circle with what appeared to be a hole in the center of it. I was driving on August 6, 2017 at 11.05 p.m. at night. I observed an orange gold light in the sky and stopped to take a closer look. I decided to record a short video on my Samsung Galaxy Note 5 mobile phone just to get a better view. At first, I thought it was an airplane or a drone. Upon recording the video, I could see that the orange gold object appeared to be either very luminous or was glowing. It was the shape of a circle but appeared to have a hole in the center of it, almost resembling a donut. It hovered for a moment and then traveled in a north-oriented direction. 
I was on my way to pick up a friend, so I didn't get to observe it as long as I would have liked to. But the video is intriguing nonetheless. Okay, I'm going to venture over and have a look. All right. Well, treats for everybody. The video's there, and it is a mystery. That is a, that is a wild one. You guys got to check that one out. Huh. All right. The next UFO sighting happened in Virginia Beach, Virginia. This is the UFO blast from the past once again. January 5th, 1991 was not a UFO, just an abduction without UFO. Huh. Just like they simulated here and were cloaked, but when they want to, they can uncloak themselves often in private. Ooh. In more detail, my event happened back in 1991 and was very horrible. Oh. I witnessed two guys that may have been like CIA agents or some other secretive governmental agents kidnap my dad and left someone in his place that looked just like him. Wow, where is this going? I later found out that the person left behind was a reptilian cloaked as a human. This person became rather rude with me as time went on. However, he talked with me and he could even heal with his bare hands. He told me that us humans were looked down upon as sheep, etc. And he knew I had witnessed the two agents kidnapping my dad. And he said I was next. Wow. wow. I became very scared. He had me taken to a place against my will and met with what looked like a special forces group who forced me to sign paperwork against my will. And the guy who looked identical to my dad was standing there. I also was spying on him one night and saw what looked like a snake's tongue come out of his mouth. I later discovered he was a reptilian. A very short human who looked like a midget was helping him. I think he was a gray cloaked as a human. I heard them talk in English but then started talking in alien lingo, which sounded kind of like oriental lingo. Yes, I am here to tell you they can cloak and simulate into our world undercover. However, I never saw a UFO. That's the weird part. My first dad, the one I saw whisked away, was retired military, and I often suspected him of doing something or being involved with the government or doing something secretive that may have led to all of this happening to myself. I took some pictures of the implant, which feels like something under my skin, like upside-down triangle or diamond shape. They also stabbed me, then headed me with three eyes. Huh? Oh, with their eyes, I don't know, they spelled it wrong, that left a very weird scar on my leg. I never told anyone, as I was so scared, how these entities seemed to be able to be operated with impunity and like nothing could stop them. They also did very horrible and what seemed like mental brainwashing experiments on myself and did other types of experiments to me. Still scared to this day. That's why I don't want to come forward. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> You know, who's to say this isn't true? Who's to say? Is it just too far-fetched that we just can't grasp it to be something for real? I don't know. I mean, reptilians do look like people, and they do cloak themselves. And they do abduct people, and they do, yes, yes, it's been reported widely, they eat people. So when he said sheep, struck a chord with me. 
The next story is also an alien encounter. This occurred in West Windsor Township, New Jersey. October 17, 2017, unusually large unknown bird-like species observed flying directly overhead of us. My wife and I, while trail biking in a remote area inside Mercer County Park, were startled by a huge, quote, bird that took off from a tree at approximately 15 feet up directly in front of us while we stopped for a brief moment. This was on the narrow trail by the creek that feeds the backside of the dam. I'm a retired law enforcement officer. I was very much concerned by this observation and felt that this encounter was unnatural by the size of this creature. My wife was not concerned and wanted to go follow it. I had a feeling that we might be in jeopardy and I wanted to leave immediately. The bird had a wingspan of over 10 feet and was larger than anything natural I have ever seen fly. It made no sound. And when it left the tree directly in front of us, it glided approximately 50 feet into a row of trees across the creek and I couldn't see it land. She wanted to follow it and I had this feeling of doom and wanted to leave. Well, I see that. I knew it was unnatural and there was a sense of impending doom to me. I couldn't readily see a head, beak, tail, legs, or claws. This, quote, bird was the size of a small hang glider. Woo. I know hawks, buzzards, vultures, and the different kinds of flying creatures in the surrounding habitat. I'm a good outdoorsman and have grown up in this environment. I am familiar with all that live in the habitat. When this thing glided away from the tree, I focused on the right wing of it and it had a perpendicular multicolored pattern of gray, black, brown, and in varying shades. The sheer size and mass of this thing was nothing I have ever seen before. The clincher beyond the sheer size and mass of this thing was the eerie, alarming feeling I had when I saw it that told me to leave. See that? People trust their gut. Now imagine the people that go, oh, let's get in there and go for a closer look, and they're never heard from again. How freaky is that? I saw an extremely large bird, um, I think I was a teenager, with my sister. It was so big that we called the zoo to see if a bird had escaped. And uh, they hadn't, but it was just so humongous. We just couldn't believe something that huge was in our neighborhood and not have seen something. We lived kind of out in the country, so we're familiar with what was around as well. So it was just like, that's out of place. <laughs> so anyways, all right. And also, get that, a retired police officer who had a feeling of doom. This guy has probably been met with some of the biggest, baddest dudes around, and a bird, quote, bird, terrified him as if, doom would come his way if he pursued it. Uh, that should tell you a lot. A lot of people are describing these things all over the country. I I don't know what's going on, but I know a lot of people are trying to get to the bottom of it. Pterodactyl-like creatures even. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. And here in Chicago, there's a bat man they're describing. And now you know this is Gotham City in the movies, right? So that just kind of adds an extra twist to it. So yeah, look at the bat creatures of Chicago. They are, or Mothman of Chicago, being seen all over the place, right where I'm at. I haven't spotted it, and I'm kind of glad I haven't, but then I kind of want to see it. I might have to go venture. <laughs> all right. 
Moving on to some paranormal points of stories and people just sharing their stories. And this one is called Something in the Woods. This person describes, when my father passed away, I inherited the family farm in the more rural area of Ohio, just as he did when my grandfather passed. I was raised on this farm and spent the better parts of my childhood on this farm. When I was a child, and even still today, I feel uneasy being all alone on the property. I consider myself an outdoorsman growing up on a farm with my father. We were either working on the daily chores or we would be hunting, fishing, and camping. I eventually left home and traded home life for military life in the U.S. Army. That being said, I was trained and drilled to pay attention to details, details that most would overlook and consider, quote, unimportant. While I was going through my father's belongings, I came across his old hunting shotgun. I figured as a tribute to my late father, I would harvest one last white-tailed deer with the shotgun before the hunting season ended. While I was out scouting the area, the area I would be hunting over, I had the strange uneasy feeling that I felt as a child overcome me. I felt as if I was being watched by someone or something. I could barely make out a figure moving between the trees ten yards in front of me. Whatever I was seeing was breathing very heavily, and the ground was shaking beneath my feet with every step it took. My blood ran cold at the mere thought of what I was seeing. When I eventually got the nerve to leave, I left the area as quietly as possible. I played it off as if something as trivial as my mind playing tricks on me. The next day, when I went back to the area I had chosen for my hunt, I noticed the woods around me were eerily quiet. There were no animals running around or woodpeckers, no deer. A few hours passed, and as I got comfortable against the tree I had chosen to watch from, I became overwhelmed with the worst smell I had ever experienced. Not too long after that, I noticed something odd in the distance. I saw with my naked eye what can only be described as a giant, hairy, humanoid figure walking towards me. I was going to say Bigfoot stink. <laughs> I determined that whatever this was at the time was no less than 60 yards away. I looked through the scope of my father's shotgun to get a better look at it. What I saw is an image I will never forget. Whatever I saw had a human-like face, broad shoulders, long reddish-brown hair all over its body. The creature had to be at least eight feet tall, and its arms went all the way to its knees. I ultimately decided to shoot just over its head to attempt to scare it off. After I shot it, let out the most blood curdling yell roar that made my body freeze up <clears throat> i waited for the longest hour in my life to get up to ensure that whatever i saw was gone after i got my nerve back i got up and went to investigate the area i had seen the creature come from and i saw the biggest footprints in my entire life my father's shotgun was a 28-inch barrel, and these footprints came within inches of being as long as the gun barrel is. Whoa, that's a big foot. <laughs> My grandfather and father told me stories about the Ohio Grassman when I was a child. For those who are unfamiliar with the Grassman, they are Ohio's Bigfoot, more or less. 
Both my father and grandfather always told me that these creatures lived here on this land long before our family did. Whatever it was I saw that day, I no longer go to that area of what is now my farm. I also no longer wander the property unarmed. <laughs> Look up missing 411. Bigfoot take people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, people disappear. Um, wow, that was wild. I, you could have been the first person to have gunned down a Bigfoot if you wanted to. Well, I have to tell you guys, thank you once again for listening to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis. Be sure to check out UFOHeadlineNews.com every single day. And tune in to my other weekly shows, The Outlander on Fridays, The Kevin Cook Show I co-host on Tuesdays. Both are at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And catch my paranormal comic, The Outlanders, at TheOutlandersComic.com. Direct links can be found at HeidiHollis.com. And if you've experienced anything out of the ordinary and want some level-headed advice, or if you've seen a UFO, just write me at DustOutlander at gmail.com or UHN at InceptionRadioNetwork.com. Remember always to keep an open mind so you can stay informed and inspired.